0: Today, seven Labour MPs finally quit the party. So we thought we'd have a chat about it.
1: Welcome to Sounding Board. Today we're discussing the independent group. Nick, do you just want to run through their names for us, please?
0: Yep, so these are the seven dwarfs who uh, quit the Labour Party today. We've got Luciana Berger, Anne Coffey, Mike Gapes, Chris Leslie, Gavin Shuka, something like that, Angela Smith and Chukaramuna.
1: Right, so Chikaramuna Ramuna and Luciana Berger,
0: I'd heard of. Although to be honest, and this might be just because I don't consume that kind of media much anymore, but I didn't know it was Berger; I thought it was Burger. Right. Um, as you've already guessed, there, I don't know how to pronounce uh, this guy's name. I've, I've never even seen Gavin his face before. Shukinada. No, I, his...
1: I don't. I don't. I don't know. I think um, some of these people will struggle to be household names in their own households.
0: And this is this is part of the point, isn't it? Is that um, Chris Leslie um, at least was Shadow Chancellor for a bit, not very long. Uh, Chukaramuna um, was shadow business secretary, I think, and in in general, just wherever there's a limelight seeks it, uh, the the others um, aren't really household names. I'm, I mean, very unfortunately for Luciana uh, Berger, um, she's been more in the media recently for um, all the wrong reasons. For all the wrong reasons, absolutely um because of the you know the general anti Semitism row that's going on in the Labour Party, of which she and others today uh, quoted as reasons um for quitting the party. Um but I suppose we should, you know, celebrate that they actually did something. That's the first thing this is this is them actually putting the money where their mouth is and actually leaving the Labour Party. Uh and as they described in their press conference today, people have um uh you know, all uh, all age ranges, and yeah, you know, this is a, this is a mixed group of people, um, and
1: uh, and for you know many reasons, they've uh, they've decided to finally chuck it. I think none of the reasons are policy related, though. I, th- I'm, I'm, I think I'm writing saying that all seven of them were fine with the twenty seventeen Labour manifesto. Um, you know, they didn't leave at that point. No, this but, is this no, they didn't. is this is about antisemitism it, and the general direction of the Labour Party,
0: I I I think you're right. I think it's also um, about uh, specifically Jeremy Corbyn being potentially Prime Minister, Um, albeit, again, link that back to what you just said there about, but hang on a minute, they campaigned, ran for, and won their seats in an election where he was up for being Prime Minister. Interestingly, so um, within within like an hour and a half of this... um, uh, this press conference this morning where they announced this. Uh, Angela Smith, one of the seven, uh, was on the BBC's Politics Live show at 12.15. So you know the press conference was only at 10.30 and lasted for a while. She, she went straight to the TV studio. Um, we'll come on to her gaffe a bit later on. Um, but what uh, what she was saying was that she, when she campaigned, uh, and this was, in fact, this was in, um, uh, in direct relation to when she was challenged on why she, she and the others weren't going to trigger by-elections and fight on a you know, separate platform. She said that she was having to write letters to constituents and deal directly with constituents to basically promise to them that Jeremy Corbyn wasn't going to be Prime Minister and it was OK to vote for her. No, yeah, exactly. You're
1: going a bit wide-eyed there. Now, I mean, yeah, I heard rumours of this happening uh, around the 2017 election that you know the Labour MPs were saying, "You can vote for me; it's okay." We, yeah. can, we haven't got a chance of getting in, so don't worry. But don't worry. So don't worry. And they, did, they obviously did much better than anybody anticipated. She was using that. I mean, that's you know that's
0: revealing, um, and I think it's no it's no surprise that there are uh, MPs like that, including these. Um, she was using that as her reason. For keeping her seat and saying, "No, I, you know, I'm, the, I'm the one who, who. The only reason I even got in as a Labour Party uh, MP was because of the commitments I made to my constituents." So I can kind of see what she's talking about, albeit it's a bit oblique.
1: And I don't think she's doing herself any favours with that kind of radical honesty either. Right. But if we're talking, have, if we're talking about,
0: out. if we're talking about her not doing herself any favours, then let's just deal just with this straight. straight let's let's it. deal with this straight away. Um, which is the funny tinge comment. I mean, really? What what was she thinking? What was she thinking? This, again, for those of you, I mean, you don't have to, just Google funny tinge. It's probably the only news story that's going to crop up. Uh, but she was describing um, black and minority ethnic people and she stumbled over the phrase. It's like so she caught herself midway through thinking, hang on a minute, Maybe I shouldn't say this is people with a funny tinge. Um, she didn't quite stop herself quick enough, though. In- uh, yeah, uh, uh. Um, yeah. So not, not, the, not, not her finest hour and not really what this seven needed to stay on message and to uh, you know, come out fighting
1: and all that. Nick, you mentioned just then that they weren't having by-elections. Um, yep, and I, I apparently the reason they've given for this is that the country doesn't need any more elections. A country? <laughs> it's not a general election; it's a by-election. I know. And what's even funnier about this is they're all fine with a, a people's vote. <laughs> right, I, don't, I, don't, okay. I don't know how you square th- this. Could have been one of the contradictions of our last podcast. I don't.
0: It was one of the contradictions. And right, okay, I'm going to I'm going to bring up now because we've got to start referring to it. Okay, so they have got a website which did crash this morning. Um, I, I, I went, during the press, com- press conference I saw, you know, they've got a website and so I tried to get there and it immediately gave me with an error message uh, and uh, people have had all sorts of other messages and stuff like that they've, I think they've put in place now the service they need to get get it sorted but they've got what they call their independence statement uh, statement of independence um, and it's not that long, it's, but it's like a little mini manifesto uh, and what I want to talk about and there's, a, there's a few things I want to talk about but this one in relation to this we believe that our parliamentary democracy in which our elected representatives deliberate, decide and provide leadership held accountable by their whole electorate is the best system of representing the views of the British people now I struggled to, to disagree with that particular phrase uh, I, have no, I have no problem with it other than, and I'll need to check, but I'm pretty sure some of these people voted to have a referendum. Um, and it, obviously that's not particularly compatible with having a referendum, and we've discussed this before, direct democracy versus representative democracy. But the point is, they've put it in here. They're saying that the direct democracy of elected representatives held accountable to their electorate is what they believe to be the best system yet all of them are campaigning or have campaigned, as you say, for a second referendum, like five minutes ago. In fact, I'm, I'm pretty sure a lot of them will be campaigning for it again tomorrow. I'm sure. I'm sure. It just so is that not one of these inconsistencies, one of these contradictions straight away? Yeah, I'm sure it
1: is. I, I imagine they've put that in there because they think it sounds good um, and hoping I would... that they're not going to get taken to task on it. I kind of wonder whether
0: they, they really mean it and they... In the same way that we provided that contradiction in our last um, in our last edition, where they really don't like referendums, but and, and, and they want they want to say no, it should be about us as elected representatives, and I think that's a that's a perfectly adequate view. It's just not compatible with trying to have another referendum to undo it. That's the that's the bit that I don't get. It's the bit that they can't have it both it's because ways. Because
1: they care more about staying in the EU than they do about their principles of representative democracy. Yes, that's absolutely right. what it what it must be. So they, you know, if, if they're willing to overturn one of their rules, one of their key principles, if it yes. means staying in the EU, because yeah. they, they they know that this, you know, representative democracy now will mean leaving the EU. Um, the, yes. the, you know, the, the, the only way they've they've got to stay in, I think, is a, is a second vote. Yeah. Um I like that though. The country doesn't need any more elections.
0: Because <laughs> a because by-election it disrupts the whole country and I no, there are only I seven of them. I don't get it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But there are there are So the the independent group. I mean that's an that's an oxymoron. Oh, I love that. I love that. It. The it?
0: independent group?
1: <laughs> that that's again this is one of the one of those you can't have it both ways things, isn't it? But it, it's it to me that's the say, say. you've got these seven MPs or however many they are, um, and they're having a chat and they're thinking, right, guys, we must we we need to splinter off from the Labour Party. What do we call ourselves? Someone says, oh, "What about the Independent Group?" As a laugh, they have a bit of a chuckle for thirty seconds, and then someone says, "Yeah, that's fine until we think of a proper name." It's not, yes. it's not an actual name. Yeah, and that so this brings me on to, to one of my points actually. Then I, I think I'm correct in saying they're not actually a political party. No, no party so, has been registered. No, exactly. So the independent group is a private company. Yes. So a lot of the electoral rule, law, excuse me, a lot of the electoral laws do not apply to them. So they don't have no. to. They don't have to say where their donors are coming from. This kind of thing. No. So I they're mean, not they're just actually a, a party.
0: They're, a, they're now, I think, classed as a political grouping within Parliament, just by virtue of getting together and saying we have a name. But that, as you said, that's not the same as a registered political party. The reason that um, uh, Nigel Farage has been in the news again recently, um, and uh, I forget uh, I forget her name, the uh, the lady who actually registered the party with the Electoral Commission, the New Brexit Party. But the you know the reason they've been in the news is because they did register a party, and then they announced it. This this is the party we've registered. Uh, no, these guys haven't done that. Uh, these guys were making websites for the last few weeks and registering. <laughs> Companies at companies'
1: house, um, but that's not the same thing. Apparently, apparently that new Brexit party—they've had something like a hundred thousand people say that they're willing to support it. Right. In like nine days or whatever, however long they've been. And you've got to bear in mind that the Conservative Party only has something like hundred twenty thousand members. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's you know they—they they seem to be popular. I mean, that should be worrying Number Ten and Theresa May. You'd would, you'd would imagine.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, it's obviously classic single issue party stuff. Uh, but I think when, when politics is dominated by a single issue, which it absolutely is right now, you know, I, you know in in many ways we're you know chinking our glasses, saying nothing's getting done. <laughs> Government is is has been ground to a standstill. This can only be good <laughs> because they're not changing anything. They're not dicking around with anyone's lives. Um, this is the you know the, the policy of the moment, and so I could totally see. If there was uh, an election, even, and obviously if it was a European election, if if there's an extension to Article 50, which many believe to be the route to no Brexit, um, then uh, they're going to they're field loads of candidates and they're going to absolutely walk it, the Brexit party, or the European elections, because the European elections are throwaway anyway. <laughs> and everyone, everyone who voted UKIP presumably will vote. And a lo- certainly a, a lot of them. And and more. I would, I would happily throw a vote away at the Brexit party <laughs> because it doesn't mean anything other than, than sending a very specific message. I mean, you couldn't get a more specific message than, I want Brexit. Speaking of... Other than maybe to vote in a
1: referendum saying leave. <laughs> Sorry. Speak, speaking of throwing away votes and, and this kind of thing, um, obviously the, the seven MPs now have left the Labour Party because of its stance. Yeah. Have, have, you, have you left... Uh right. alright, oh All oh right. No, duck. No, I never joined. Okay. I was... You kind of joined.
0: You kind of joined a few parties. I was... Didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> have we told the story? I can't remember. I paid £3 thanks to Ed Miliband and largely because some fairly well-known uh, supporters of the Conservative Party came out saying, hey... You can join for three pounds and vote for Jeremy Corbyn, uh, and so that's what I did. And I, you know, afterwards did feel a bit kind of unclean. So then did join the Conservative Party um, for a year. But actually, if I'm honest, I only joined the Conservative Party because I thought that I was going to have a chance to replace David Cameron and to vote in the leadership election. So my. If you want to call it membership, or my, certainly my, my paying of some kind of dues in order to, to have a vote in a, a party leadership election, um, I, I, I did it with Labour and I did it with the Conservative Party. Bearing in mind this is actually before, um, before the referendum, uh, before even I think the referendum potentially had been announced, because I thought, David Cameron's on the way out, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be there and I'm going to vote for uh, his successor. I did look into joining UKIP. Well, you'd have and got, the you'd have got m- value for it. money
1: with UKIP, wouldn't you? You'd have been, you know. Well, you say in that, about half a dozen elections.
0: Well, yeah, you, you say that the most expensive party to join, I think, was the Greens, but that was only closely. But I, I can't remember which way around it was. The Greens and UKIP very expensive to join, like over a hundred quid. So I wasn't just going to throw that kind of money around just to do that. But there was this period of time, bearing in mind, you know, you had Ed Miliband first. Uh, uh, then um, then you've got Lib Dems quitting, UKIP leaders quitting, uh, Caroline Lucas. It, it, it all just kind of domino. Within like a year or two period, I could have voted. I could have joined and voted for every new leader of every political party that you've heard of that's got some form of representation in some form of... Uh, some form of government structure.
1: The, the um, Greens only just count in that, don't they? Well, they
0: have they have an MP and UKIP don't. Um, so, but but they UKIP have more MEPs. Um, but yeah, I did that. I, I, right. Let Let's bring this back to what's happened today. Okay. The reason I voted for Jeremy Corbyn <laughs> was for this moment. This is why. This is why I did it. Because I thought it would be funny if the Labour Party split, and it's taken three and a half years.
1: And even then, only seven MPs have and left
0: it, so far. This is only this is only the first day, but I I I thought that would be quite amusing if the Labour Party's electoral success was you know damaged massively. Um,
1: so you're feeling I, a little bit better about your I about my decision. Now? Yes, yes.
0: I have. Um, now I, I'm 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 far less party political than I than I was years ago, um, and I'm no fan of the Conservative Party. Um, certainly at the moment, I, I I could be won over, but it, it, I don't see how. <laughs> certainly at the moment, um, it would have to take a significant change of leadership, um, and and policies, and you know, th- th- so much more. Uh, I actually think that the Conservative Party needs to split as well, um, but I, you know, I wasn't given the opportunity of voting for a leader who would do that. It was very, it was very clear that if you voted for, Labour, for for Jeremy Corbyn in the Labour leadership election, that there would probably be a split of some kind. Had the ballot come down in the Conservative Party leadership to Theresa May and well, whoever, even even if it had been Theresa May and Andrew Ledson. A vote for Andrea Ledson wouldn't have caused a party split. A vote for Boris Johnson probably wouldn't have caused a party split. I, d- I doubt if the likes of Anna Soubry would actually be as vocal today um, as, as they would have been then had Boris Johnson got in because they wouldn't have had all of that argument of well they just you know they 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 caused this thing and then walked away and all that kind of stuff. Leavers would have been in control it would have been completely different I love spring that on you. I know I, know, I know I do it a lot, but I just... You you do like ribbing me on that particular issue, don't you? Okay, I confess, I paid £3, I voted for Jeremy Corbyn, that's all. I'm not a member of the Labour Party or any political party. Okay, well, I'll try not to bring it up again. But um, I... I no, right, right. Very often. Yeah, but at least now it's had an actual result, which is some actual change to the party structure, which is basically what I was aiming at anyway let's come back to their statement of independence so this is their little mini manifesto yeah and so you've just you got it up on your website on your laptop laptop. so um, I initially saw it just as a a PDF on someone else's website but if you go to the independent dot group then you can look at their statement and there's a few things I want to talk about one is that it does still talk an awful lot about the Labour Party in this statement. And it does say, we are leaving the Labour Party to sit as in the independent group of members of Parliament. It then goes on to talk in more general terms about what they believe in. But then at the end, there's another section called the independent group of MPs, that keeps talking about Labour again. And then right at the end, says, we want colleagues from all parties to consider doing likewise. Yet, to me, I don't know what you think, if, if you were doing this in order to attract people from other political parties, and let's be clear, what we're talking about here is disaffected members of the Conservative Party.
1: So you're thinking of like the Anasubris and, and these people? Yeah, um, to be honest, even if you are trying
0: to um, trying to get uh, even some kind of alliance or something, or you're, this is a precursor to a new party with the Lib Dems and all that kind of stuff, you wouldn't write this, I don't think. Now, again, I don't th- I don't know if that's just classic political naivety from people like Chukuramunna, who, who like to think they're good at politics and like to think they look good doing politics, but aren't actually very good at it. But this goes on and on about the Labour Party. And they're, they're called the Independent Group, but actually what their name is, is, you know, other than the stupidity of, of as you say, the oxymoron, but the the independent group of former Labour MPs is what they are. They they are still defining themselves as being from the Labour Party, rather than saying, "No, this is what we believe in. It's not compatible with the Labour Party." But because this is what we believe in,
1: we can encourage all these other people to join us. Because as long as you believe in this, well, they could have. They, what they could have done is they could have said, "Look, this is what we have always believed in. Previously, up until now, we could have been. You know, we we were members of the Labour Party because." Everybody else believed in the same thing. Because the Labour Party believed in these things. But now the Labour Party has diverged from these key principles that we still hold dear and and we're sticking to our guns. So
0: where they've listed our values, and this wasn't in the PDF version I saw, but it is on the website, what I really like... I I know what you're going to say now. (laughs) Do you? What what I really like is uh, this is their idea of a perfect referendum, I think. Uh, Any vote... Where there's only one option. So what they've got here is we believe, and then a load of bullet bullet points. For example, ours is a great country of which people are rightly proud, where the first duty of government must be to defend its people and do whatever it takes to safeguard Britain's national security. And the only option you've got is I agree. I mean, this 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 just speaks to them, isn't it? That's like, have you seen some of those? Um, uh, uh, polling papers from you know parties over the 20th century uh generally speaking on the fascist side of things you know uh, ballot, ballot papers where there's been some kind of referendum and it'll be, it's been like Mussolini or Hitler or something they've done a referendum and they've literally drawn you know like there's there's the option that's that's the entire paper there's you know, like ten, 10 inch circle for yes and a tiny little circle or square for no that's like further down the page or something that's their kind of that's their kind of referendum, isn't it? The I agree only. And, this, and this, you? And you're going to mention is no, There's no it, way
1: of submitting this either. I'm not sure what happens on the on the do website. Do you wish
0: to leave the European Union? No. That's 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 the kind of vote these these people want,
1: isn't it? Of course it is. Of course it is.
0: Anyway, sorry. These values, the ones they've listed here, ignoring how incompatible they may be with each other. Okay. Is there anything there that you actually agree with?
1: Well, yes, yeah, so I'm just going through it now. Um, this one here. The people of this country have the ability to create fairer, more prosperous communities for present and future generations. We believe this creativity is best realised in a society which fosters individual freedom and supports all families. Which, which one of those seven wrote that? That's just something that they've, they've thought, hang on, we need to put something in about freedom, something in about families. Yeah, that'll do. I yeah. can't, I mean, that, that, that's something that I would slam my fist down on the table about, but I can't imagine yeah. any one of those seven thinking this is, you know, this is a key, no. a key principle of mine.
0: No, and uh, I, this is where I, I, I agree with you, there, there are things like that, that that I do agree with, but my problem is that not only do I not believe that's what they mean, I think this is window dressing essentially, this is as you say, let's tick a few boxes. Um, let's put the word free market in there, let's put the word freedom in there, because then that'll mean that it won't look like we're being too authoritarian.
1: Um, in, but coming to markets... <laughs> well, just, if you just look at the words that they've highlighted in bold, a strong economy, responsibility, prosperous communities, inequalities, oh, it's all the stuff that... Well, that's, the, that's the
0: Edstone type stuff, isn't it? it? It's course it is. Yes, exactly. Um, I want to read the second um, list on their, on their values because I still don't know what it means. Uh, There's one particular bit. Britain works best as a diverse, mixed social market economy in which well-regulated private enterprise can reward aspiration and drive economic progress, and where government has the responsibility to ensure the sound stewardship of taxpayers' money and a stable, fair, and balanced economy. That's just a word salad. Isn't it? Well-regulated... Right. Forget well-regulated, because that's just a thing you say to sound like you're not too extreme in your regulations isn't it again you you, just reach for a phrase even if you take all of that away in which private enterprise can reward aspiration what do they mean what does that mean
1: you don't know what it means i'm 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 struggling to it's a really awkward clunky do they just mean that they they want People to be able to start businesses and, and and make money for themselves. It's a really awkward, clunky way of. I mean, again, I think, I think what I they think mean aspiration is one of those words because yes. Tony Blair was all about aspiration and he got a large chunk of Tory voters in 1997 because he kind of appealed to that base. Um, I think what they might mean is that the economy can reward aspiration, or that
0: Britain can reward aspiration. But that's not actually what they're in.
1: No, it's not. not at all. It is
0: it? And this is where, this is where they've, they've not taken enough time on, on these things, I don't think. Um, but yeah, our free media, the rule of law and our open, tolerant and respectful democratic society should be cherished and renewed. It's a bit flowery for my liking. Um, I'm, I'm not entirely sure what renewal means in that context. How do you go about renewing your democracy if you're not going to have a by-election, for example? So how, do you, how do you renew your free media and the rule of law? It's... I, I'm not sure. I, I must admit, I would actually quite like it if all laws had a renewal period. Uh, if there was a point where you had to renew them, you had to specifically renew them, that they had sunset clauses. I don't think that's what they mean there. What else have we got? Power must be devolved in the most appropriate level. They're, you know, they're talking here about Giving more power to local
1: communities again, just just not their local constituents to decide whether or not they're the seven best people to represent them. Not that kind of local power. No, no, exactly. Um, And you know, there's the obligatory. I suppose
0: this is what you're getting at about have a bit about free markets, have a bit about freedom. There's the obligatory bit about the urgency of climate change in there as well, isn't there? What I find interesting is that Brexit is not
1: is not a a central tenet of this. It's conspicuous because of its absence, isn't it?
0: Well, so again, it's mentioned in that that last set of paragraphs. Labour now pursues policies that will weaken our national security, accepts the narratives of states hostile to our country, has failed to take a lead in addressing the challenge of Brexit and to provide a strong and coherent alternative to the Conservatives' approach. And it goes on. But that's the paragraph which has got the bit about Brexit in. I think it's very clear... That all of those seven don't want Brexit to happen, and I don't know whether this again is them trying to get it under the radar. I, it, this them talking, they keep talking about renewing politics. This is this is again they have put in here to fix our broken politics. The the homepage, in fact, politics is broken. Let's change it, but don't mention the war. I mean, that, that appears to be what it is. They don't want to mention Brexit because they don't want to put people off but that's one of the key reasons they're doing this as well. Uh, you know, I know I know they're saying that they they're doing this for other reasons but that's another that's a, that's a key reason for them
1: for these people specifically. What must the Lib Dems be thinking though because they're like, you know they're suppo- they've been you know they're, they're supposedly the party of anti-brexit the party of remain you know the only ones who have said you know we absolutely categorically want to remain in the EU we want to overturn the referendum. Yeah. You know if you want a new centrist party, you don't need one. Come and join us. And not a single member has even thought about it. They've just gone straight no, to their, no. their independent group. I don't think we've mentioned it, Nick, but that what was that open mic thing on the BBC? And we can't we can't actually say the words. Well, uh, yeah, we would
0: have to um, say them say them with some stars in. I think. Uh, but this is during the press conference itself. The BBC cameraman or whatever recorded the sound man recorded someone in the background and no one's admitting who it is saying um, with 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 this and Brexit we are F star star whatever and the BBC have apologised and etc 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 but this person whether a journalist a
1: commentator a Labour MP or whatever, but it's, it's the words it's weird it's not the Labour Party are yeah. Screwed or whatever. It's it's what? it's weird. So it's someone someone's being very very partisan. Um, they are, and I and I think that
0: they said. Um, I think they used the word total as well, or or totally. Actually, Act, so. oh, actually, yes. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna find I'm gonna find the exact quote because uh, I think it's I think it's important. Uh, Not gonna lie, with this and Brexit were actually effed. That's that's the quote. Uh, I think it actually goes on to say some other stuff as well. Um, I read it on a, a different, different website. But, um, you know, is this some Labour Party staffer in the background? I mean, who, who is this?
1: I mean, you could, you could kind of understand it if it was a staffer. But if it's a, if it's a journalist or somebody else, that's. Um, then, it, then it's bad. That's a little, a then little it's worrying. bad.
0: So we've also had um, uh, Tom Watson, deputy leader of the Labour Party, has written an article for The Spectator. Uh, why i do not see those who have resigned today as traitors now he, he it's quite a, it's quite a long article it's not just a couple of comments um he says all the things that that a party leader that should say you would say have hoped corbyn would have said that, well you but mean. you know he would never have said any of this stuff um because he wouldn't believe in in half of it um but this is a critique of the labor party and it's no surprise Tom Watson has has um, been at odds with the rest of the Labour Party leadership pretty much from the word go. That was the other reason why I voted for Tom Watson to be the deputy leader because I also got a vote for the deputy leader as well, and so I, I made sure that he was deputy leader um, so that there would be a bit of friction. Um, and you know he's saying this is deeply sad. Uh, he's saying I don't you know I, I I don't think they've made the right decision, but I certainly don't call them traitors after. A lot of people on the left have been calling them traitors. They've been going by, and you know, uh, another you know really nasty things.
1: Well, I think just a point that you made to me earlier is that today the Labour Party has managed to get even more left-wing. You know, as as a, as a whole. Yes, that's an important point to note. Um, I know you know it, it's only
0: seven members out of however many members of the Labour Party you've got, but if you just look at the parliamentary party, certainly the the Labour Party is now more left than it was this morning. Now, that's quite an important point. If all of the so-called moderates leave, then all you're left with is a truly left-wing Labour Party. Now, that's something that Jeremy Corbyn and all of his followers want. They've, they've, been, they've been members of this broad church that is the Labour Party. It's, you know, they always talk about all parties are coalitions and you know people have been saying the ERG, the European Research Group, is a party within a party in the Conservative Party. They all have a left wing and a right wing if you want to be in, in really basic terms. Um, but Jeremy Corbyn sat there as an uber-lefty and so did John McDonnell and Brian Abbott and all the others. They bided their time and stayed in the party. Um, and we're allowed to. And yeah. were allowed to. Um, but there is a difference if you're not, I don't know. I, this is. Are they just playing the long game, and these other guys aren't willing to play the long game? Who, who are the ones that are more principled? Is it the people who've left, or is it the people who stayed? That's stay?
1: an interesting question because because Corbyn <coughs> voted against, you know, the, the the government of the time, and he was the uh, hundreds of times, hundreds of times he voted against Tony Blair. Yes. Um,
0: yes. Wasn't expelled by the Labour Party. Wasn't encouraged to. I don't think. Didn't feel the need to. Didn't feel the he was need to. be being abused.
1: No, It Certainly was not. very
0: much in the minority. I wonder if there's a, an issue with the Labour Party in that, if it was just a, a tiny handful, then that'd be one thing. But there have been people who've who've come in line behind Corbyn, that were on more on the left side, maybe not as extreme as him, but quite happy to go down that route. Then the other side is the you know the Blairites, whatever you want to whatever you want to call them. <coughs>
1: And maybe it's just that there's a more defined split. But let's not forget that not too long ago, about 80% of them voted against Corbyn and the vote of no confidence. So it's <sighs> yeah, not, that's true. So it's not like the entirety, other than these seven, are massive trots or you know no. huge leftists.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm trying to make excuses for them. It's not working, though, is it? No, not at all. But, I mean, this is where, you know, I think that, the Conservative Party could split, kind of just as easily, and you know, and on Europe as it's kind of always had its its problem with. Um, but I find it fascinating that Tom Watson, who is a who is more of a proper politician than any of these people, than Corbyn and Chuka Ramona and all of them, um, he's he's written this article and it is critical of the Labour Party. It is critical of the Labour Party leadership, and it's saying I'm going to do something about it. Now. He's not the leader. yet yeah, He's been voted in, in the quirk of the Labour Party system. It, it, if the deputy anything of the Conservative Party wrote something like this about their party, well, it just wouldn't happen. It just wouldn't happen. But in the politics of today, this kind of thing can happen, and it's considered normal, in much the same way as a cabinet member in Theresa May's government can come out criticising not only official government position or the manifesto they all stood on, but actual other members, again, not only of their own party backbenchers, but of other members of the cabinet. Oh, There's basically open warfare in both of the major parties. The Lib Dems are about the only ones who look united,
1: <laughs> which is saying something, but that's the politics of today. But can you, can you, you know, just think back to, say, 15 years ago. Can you imagine John Prescott writing an article in The Spectator no. going against no. Tony Blair and what would happen to him? Wouldn't happen.
0: Wouldn't happen. And I... This is an interesting thing, because I don't know whether they just had more party discipline, I don't know whether they just had more political nous, whether the party machine was better at making sure, at preventing these things from happening, from from you know nudging a wink, giving them something in return, you know, whatever, whatever structures there are, the, you know, the whips did a better job.
1: Well, the Labour Party always had a very considered narrative um, under Tony Blair as well, and they were, they were yes. always concerned about everyone had to push the narrative. Yeah. Uh, and that was done very, very well. Disagree with it or agree with it, it was done very, very well.
0: Yeah. Um, and, and I suppose and that their political opponents, the likes of Jeremy Corbyn, who was still in the party at that point, just didn't get the airtime. Just didn't get the oxygen of publicity to be able to say their opposing view. And <coughs> excuse me, and they probably thought, you know, with the with the vast um majority that, that Tony Blair got in nineteen ninety seven, probably thought, oh, right, I've got wait another twenty years before we can do something now. Well, there's, there's no point in us doing anything other than shutting up, essentially. Um, and, well, being a sport brat and voting against everything, I suppose. But this it's interesting times that we live in, isn't it? Yeah, very much so, very much so. Right, what does this mean for politics in general? What does this mean for, for Brexit? What does it mean for Theresa May? What does it mean for the meaningful or meaningless votes that are... They're coming up. We're you know what? Forty days to Brexit day.
1: Well, so who are these people going to vote with? If, if you know, if the government puts forward a policy, regardless of what it is, presumably these guys are just going to carry on voting with Labour against you know they're, they're still opposition. How could they? How could
0: they oppose both the Conservatives and the Labour Party? They're still opposition, aren't they? Um, they are still opposition. They're they actually saying in many ways they want to be the true opposition.
1: That's well, yeah. The Lib Dems have said that, and no, everyone the SNP says that. Everyone,
0: everyone says that. But. Yeah, you're right, you're right. They will end up probably siding with, with the Labour Party. But Parliament is split. Well, the House of Commons is, is split in such a way that there's not a majority for anything other than the majority that voted for Article 50, which says we leave with no deal if we can't come up with a deal. So no matter how many times they all say well, there's no majority for no deal, well, they've already voted for that. Now, I don't put it past, them. there are plenty of commentators out there saying no, they are going to find a way. They are going yeah, you know, even even Theresa May doesn't want no well, deal. Well
1: see see I'm I'm still not entirely convinced that at the nth hour, yeah, you know, the eleventh hour, I that Theresa May's deal won't go through because I think that, that there could easily be a majority of MPs who, you know, think what well, Theresa May's deal is better than no deal and I'm just gonna vote for it. Hold before, your nose. Before, before, yeah, exactly. Before right. Okay. March 29th. But
0: rather than this be a specific analysis of of Brexit and what's going to happen,
1: do you think t- today's events have changed that? Well, so with the with the, the People's Vote, so the, these seven, at, at least Ramona and, and I mean, I can't speak for the seven because I don't I don't know who they yeah. are. Yeah. But but some of them are very pro People's Vote, and yeah. they're not going to have a voice now inside the Labour Party which was their best hope of trying to get it onto the statute book. So ironically Chuka Amuna has just he's he's just shot himself in the foot isn't he? because I, his, I completely agree. his plan of a his plan of a people's vote is, is out the window surely. The chances I mean, it was of, never it was never going to be I don't think he had a, a much of a hope anyway. The chances of a second referendum
0: dropped when it wasn't accepted as an amendment or rather it wasn't um, it wasn't voted for as an amendment in the House of Commons and I think it died. It died a death at that, at that point. It, it showed. There just wasn't a majority for it in, in the House of Commons. Like all these other things I've been saying, there's no majority for anything. There's no majority for that. But yeah, I think you're absolutely right. How, how can you possibly try and force the Labour Party to, uh, to, to, to vote with you in a particular way if you then leave the Labour Party? So you're absolutely right. I did hear a rumour that the the organisers of the People's Vote, the people who aren't politicians that are politicians, you know, the people who aren't MPs, were saying to them, "Don't quit now! Don't, you're going to damage the campaign." Um, but they did it anyway. So, yeah, I, I think I think you're right. In terms of whether or not it's more likely for the withdrawal agreement to go through,
1: I'm I'm not so sure. I I, I don't really think it'll make a difference to the withdrawal agreement or not. I think that's something that's not. But do you think well?
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna say maybe it is because. These seven—it's one thing if seven Labour MPs, if a certain number of Labour MPs, peel off and vote for the withdrawal agreement. Have they got more or less cover if they do it as the independent group? What if one of them votes for the withdrawal agreement? One what of if seven. three of—yeah, what if three of them vote for the withdrawal agreement? If seven Labour MPs, well, they're independent, it's fine. Well, it, you get what I'm saying, though. Does it mean more to them? Are they actually less likely to vote for the withdrawal agreement at the 11th hour because they don't want to betray these new principles that they've just set themselves up with?
1: But if if the the principles are around being independent, surely they should be able to vote for what they want and then that's fine because they're not a political party so they they should be able to feel free to either vote for or against the withdrawal agreement. I'm not saying what they should think and what they should
0: believe and what would make sense. I'm saying what will actually happen. Do you think that the independent group is just a name? They've already written stuff down that is, that is nonsense. I, I must admit I think that they had more cover to break ranks while they were in labor in its current state than they do now. I think they've just locked themselves into a corner. I think they've just I think they've just set themselves up now, To actually only be able to act as a block for quite some time, because otherwise they damage the cause of moving away. (laughs) I think they've got to go. They've got to. They've got to work lockstep now, because otherwise, what's the incentive for someone else to leave and someone else to join them? What you're saying is right. We should have more independent-minded MPs. Actually, a group of independent MPs is a good thing. And that if they were to vote with their conscience, or vote with what they believed in, or vote with what their constituencies, or whatever, that would actually make sense. But I think
1: that's not what this. Is. I think <laughs> that's
0: not what this is. And I think what they want is they want a new political party, and they want some discipline, and they want it to be pro Brexit, etc., cetera, etc., etc. Anti Brexit. Sorry. Oh, that was a. That's not even a Freudian slip, is it? That's just a slip. The other thing that we haven't spoken about is whether or not them splitting, for want of a better term, ushers in a you know, continued era of Tory government, You know, another decade of Tory rule. And generally speaking, I think this is the argument against any party split. If the Conservative Party splits, then you're just going to you know have Labour come in. If the Labour Party splits, you're just going to guarantee that the Conservative Party
1: comes in I I think if if the Conservative Party was in any fit state that may be the case you know if you know if David Cameron was still leader for example you know you you could possibly say that I think at the moment um, you know they're not quite they're not in as bad a state as the Labour Party but they're still still in a bit of a state
0: so do you think that it's minority
1: government or coalition for the time being I thought so before the 2015 election though um, I, th- I thought, you know, that's it. It's going to be coalition for you know for ten years, yeah. and, and the Tories managed to put it out of the bag. So it's it's difficult. It's difficult.
0: But right now, if there was an, I mean, this is you can't just say if there was an election tomorrow because that's not how these things work. If there was an election campaign, if we had a general election,
1: well, it will be interesting to know what these. So these seven MPs, what their constituencies are like. If they're there, I imagine they're not really on marginals. Uh, because you know, for for a marginal Labour MP, yeah, um, you'd think this would, this would be a very very risky business. Yeah, um, I mean, someone like Douglas Carswell, who took, so he took, he, he I think he inherited like a reasonably marginal seat, and within a few years built it up to a majority of something like ten or twelve thousand. Um, and that's huge. Which is huge. Which is which is absolutely huge. But even then, when he when, when he got voted back in um as know, a ukip as MP, a ukip I mean, mp yeah. he only just got in again um so yeah. oh, did he yeah right yeah he lost a lot of his a lot of a lot of his majority i still believe that the only the only reason he got in was because of him because people have clacked and loved him yeah um, enough people have enough Clacton. enough people enough people have clacked and loved him
0: but don't don't you think coming back to my point there about party splits yeah you know, division the fa- right let's rewind sdp splitting off from labor so the. Uh, this isn't the first time this has happened. <laughs> this is all just a little bit of history repeating. We had a, a left-wing leader of the Labour Party in opposition and then Margaret Thatcher went on to win again and etc, etc, etc. So that, that split then, you could argue, damaged the Labour Party's cause and, um, and meant that the Conservative Party did a, did a lot better. Do you think that the likes of Chuka and Muna, they would never say this, but do you think they would rather have, uh, have... Have their actions not just shown they'd rather have a Conservative government than one led by Jeremy Corbyn?
1: Absolutely. Otherwise, they'd have stayed in the Labour Party. That, that? That, that's the that's the, the number one thing that all these seven are saying. They would rather have Theresa May in government in, in power as Prime Minister than Jeremy Corbyn. Otherwise, why leave? I want... That's the first reason you leave, because you don't want your party leader to be Prime Minister. I want... I want the pundits.
0: I want I want interviewers. I want them to push and ask them that question. I want I want these seven to squirm, to try to answer that question, because I think that's one that they they only answer. They're they're kind of free to say it now in a way to say, yeah, I don't want Jeremy Corbyn to be prime minister. I think I mentioned to you before there was a Labour MP. I forget this person's name on the Eddie Mayer show on LBC, and he pushed her for like five minutes on, but do you want Jeremy Corbyn as your Prime Minister? And all she would reply with was, I want a Labour government. He's like, yeah, but one with Jeremy Corbyn as Prime Minister? And she wouldn't say it. And they've got the cover now to say very specifically, I do
1: not want Jeremy Corbyn. But surely they have to say it. <laughs> so, you know, if, if asked the question, you've just left the Labour Party... Who do you want to be in government? Because you only you've only got seven MPs, so you're not going to get into power. But you know that's the. Who do you want? You know who would you rather be Prime Minister? Theresa May or Jeremy Corbyn? You've just l- left Jeremy Corbyn, so presumably you'd rather have Theresa May as Prime Minister. That can be the only logical choice. You want someone like Paxman to just hammer that home again and again until yeah. they actually.
0: But you admit know it. they'll they'll obviously never say that. But what but can they're... they
1: say? What can they say?
0: What they'll say back? I know what they'll say back.
1: Want, like we want
0: No, no, no. We're trying to fix our broken politics. I want a new kind of politics. We want to encourage other MPs. The two-party system is broken. They'll say all the same things that any tiny party has ever said. They'll say all the same things that the SDP said when they, when they split off. They'll say all the same things that every leader of the Lib Dems has said. They'll, they'll, they'll yeah, just trot that the, line the, the, out. The difference
1: with the Lib Dems is, so the Lib Dems have had, have had another line, so they can say, oh, yes, but if we have proportional representation, then we'd have a, a, a far greater representation in Parliament and we could have more Yeah, of but, a, but then say, there was the
0: AV referendum well, and they
1: lost that. Yeah, but the okay, AV was rubbish, so we're never going to win that. Um, and, and AV is, is different to proportional representation, but these guys have yeah. only got seven MPs. They're not even a, a, a proper political party. They haven't got representation... In you know, anywhere else in any other constituencies, there aren't even any other MPs who are kind of toying with it, or certainly not that we know about.
0: Well, I mean, I suppose only time will tell if any other Labour MPs join them. I think it's highly unlikely that without there being an actual party and without them removing all this Labour nonsense about why they've left, that even the likes of the you know, the, the extreme remainers, uh, like Anna Subri, um, <coughs> excuse me, would, would join them. Um, but whether or not any other Labour MPs do, um, I, I think there's a chance that they will. Um, but you know, we shall see.